Welcome to the NBA Outsiders Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Mosier, and my co-host is... My name is Kenny McGraw. I'm a freshman. Glad to be on here. Thanks for having me, Logan. Yeah, no problem. And today we're joined by our special guest, Glenn. That's me. Good to <laughs> have excited. you, Glenn. Good we're to have you. excited to have you, Glenn. Thank right. you. Let's talk some NBA basketball. Let's jump into it. You guys want to start with uh, what your early thoughts are on the season, MVP, stuff like uh, that? It's crazy. I don't, I don't think anybody expected anything to happen in the NBA right now. Memphis is on top, and I believe Boston, well, Boston makes sense, but right below Boston is Orlando with the same record as Boston. Yeah, that's pretty strange. I didn't expect the Magic to do anything. No. I really didn't <laughs> no. expect the Magic to no. be anywhere good at all. I mean, I, granted, we're, what, the NBA season started on the 19th, yeah. I want to yeah. say, yeah, yeah, so yeah. we're still very young in the season, but I didn't expect this to happen this I, way. I didn't see him as being the worst team. I just saw him as being like the Nuggets, how the Nuggets were last year, how they're just kind of like there. They just exist. Yeah. They're I not mean, like nothing. They blew yeah. out the Cavs. I think it was Weird. The, was it in yeah. Cleveland? Yeah. yeah. They also blew out the Spurs. Yeah. Um, and then they've also done a couple of like just weird player development things that we didn't expect before the season. Aaron Gordon, some yeah. for some reason, has a three point shot now. And Fournier's like continuing to improve somehow. And then they decided to not play Alfred Payton, who they drafted pretty highly anymore. Thank and Alfred that's Payton, yeah, really no. helped out their whole offense. Yeah, yeah. he's overrated. He's, a, he's such a liability on offense. Yeah. Like he's kind of like Ricky Rubio, but way worse. Like he can't pass like Rubio, yeah. but he shoots no. worse. Yeah. Yeah, it just is bad. He's like Sacramento <laughs> Kings Ray on Rondo, basically. Oh, ooh, that, yeah. was, that was that was that was a good comment yeah, though. Okay, I like yeah. that. I like that description. So, Kenny, who's your MVP? If you had to pick an MVP today, who is it? Giannis. Giannis. Yeah. It's got to be Giannis right yeah. now. I mean, I, the guy's averaging I think over thirty points a game. Yeah, it's like it's like thirty six or something or thirty five. I would mm-hmm. I would also have to pick Giannis, just because he's dominating. I mean, you just have to keep him out of the paint, but no one can keep him out of the paint. Like, no, he's a point guard, or he can be a center. He can be either or. It's yeah. he no. truly is. He's basically the, a Greek freak. He, yeah, he, yeah. He, he's like he's. I don't. I wouldn't say he's the next LeBron, but he's I mean he's. He's different. He, he is superstar. Like he still has potential, even though he's great right now. Like he's MVP caliber. He still has even more potential. I feel like. Yeah. So we've seen like progressions of players. Like we saw like Magic Johnson, who was yeah. like truly could play one through five yeah, right. spots yeah. and excel at all areas. Right. Then we saw a guy like Kobe Bryant dominate the NBA, which dominates a loose term because Kobe was in the league for so long, he had a huge footprint in, yeah. but in yeah. it, but he didn't like really take it over. There wasn't like a six-year stretch where it was, this is all Kobe. He only won but like there, one MVP. So. Right. Yeah. So there's just like a weird – but Kobe then again, but he was only playing shooting guard. Like right. there's a night where Kobe could play small forward and Kobe yeah. had really good ball handling skills, but he was definitely not playing power forward any night of the week. Yeah. And he really wasn't playing point guard. Then a guy like LeBron – kind of went back to those magic days where he played like truly the one through five positionless basketball. Mm -hmm. And I think we're seeing Greek freak Giannis really take that over and maybe even heighten it a little bit. I mean, if Giannis can get some kind of a jump shot, I think it's over. I mean, I I don't know how you stop him if he has a jump shot. I mean, the Thunder did a pretty good job of keeping out of the paint the other night, but he still had 28 on mostly jump shots. So like on a night his jump shots falling, you really can't stop him. And he's not like super strong right now, but if he even like he could get stronger by the more he like grows up and the more he like because he's I mean he's he's already dominating, but like there it's just scary how much more he can get better as compared to what he already's at. Yeah, and another guy that's going to be like that I think just after watching him play the first couple games of his rookie year is Ben Simmons. I mean, no, yeah, yeah, he's a he's the he's like the ideal point uh, forward. Yeah, I mean he's a lot like LeBron in a lot of ways. Doesn't have a jump shot, can score. Is a great passer. Just takes time. 
Yeah. He's my rookie of the year right now. He's still shooting the ball with the wrong hand, so he's yes. got to fix that. But I think if he had, if he's one of those guys that if he had a bunch of other really good players around him, then 76 should be taken off, oh, yeah. and it would be considered a real chance. But, I mean, the fact is he just that there's such a young team besides J.J. Redick. Like, yeah. everyone on their team is extremely young besides J.J. Redick, and I think they added... Maybe they added, uh, Henderson, maybe. Gerald Henderson, is he still playing with them? Maybe. I see I've forgotten. But I know yeah. they added um, Amir Johnson from the Celtics yeah, yeah, over the yeah. summer, oh, too. Yeah, yeah. Which I get him on is really like a quality pickup, but it's a he's also one of those guys who's been in the league for a while, so yeah. it's hard. I, ben Simmons could be really, really good, but I think the whole that whole core of him, Dario Saric, Joel Embiid, and then, of course, Fultz. Markel Fultz has got to get his stuff figured out, too. Once all four of those guys no, get like scary. three or yeah. four years in the league – it's then maybe the 76ers make a trade just because there's three guys who are 6'10 or taller of, and who all they play. They get rid of JJ's contract because yeah. it, it'll, yeah. it'll get nasty by the end of a couple of years or more. Yeah, yeah, but they'll be really good. They just have to let the time progress. Yeah, and I mean, they didn't uh, they didn't offer an extension or they didn't pick up uh, Okafor's fourth option, so we could see someone like him be on the move. They could get another know, draft pick maybe. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but on the Markel Fultz thing, do you guys really think the 76ers medical staff are, like, actual doctors? Or do you think they're just <laughs> pretending to be doctors? Because um, I don't think they're actually doctors. Something's weird with that. Yeah. I feel yeah. like the what the agent has said about Markel Fultz is more of a, I'm going to protect Fultz. So, like, we've heard, like, controversial things, but what's still weird is that Markel Fultz has only liked one of the sides of the controversial stuff. Which is the quarter zone? I believe so. There's, there's either the fluid was taken out of his shoulder or put in or, his fo- or, or put, put in his in. shoulder. Yeah. Markel Fultz has only said there's been fluid taken out, and that's the only yeah. thing he's like liked. Where like he act where, but it would, but under this circumstance, it would make it look like Fultz has been injured for a while. He needs time off. He needs yeah. time to like recover. The other situation is that he had like a quarter zone shot, which would initially dull the pain, reduce inflammation, and then. I mean, I'm not a doctor, and I'm not saying I am, but like that would need, that would you think help him get back on the court faster? But he's not really agreeing with a bunch of that stuff, nor is his agent. Yeah. Instead, his agent and him are both kind of like, "Hey, listen, rookie, need this, whatever." It's just weird the 76ers handled this way, you know? Yeah, especially with their policy of redshirting. This reminds I me mean, of a lot of Andrew Bynum in 2011 too, or 2013, because he was probably healthy, and they never played him either. And then they, yeah, no, the Sixers is just. I mean, they they have a right direction, but they're still a circus of an organization still. I I don't know. Yeah, yeah no. and it's pretty hard to fix that. You can draft whoever you want. You yeah. can bring in all the talent, but if you don't have if the right If the front kind of office isn't, like, competent, you can't, you know, do anything. It's yeah. like Brooklyn. Yeah, or Chicago the past couple of years, how they botched oh, yeah. no, they, that whole situation. Yeah. Um, Someone I think that might emerge, this is going back to the MVP a little bit, someone I think might, that might emerge as a little bit of a dark horse is Blake Griffin. Those That Clippers that Clippers team is a, a lot better than I thought they'd be. And Blake's actually been what everyone thought he could be. He's handling the ball more. He's He had a clutch three, which was weird to see, to beat uh, Portland in Portland. It's it's pretty weird. They're gonna. I think they're going to be a decent team, probably like a mm, – a five or a six seed, and I think Blake Griffin really has a shot, if they're better than that, to be in the MVP conversation. I wouldn't necessarily put him in the MVP conversation. 
my my probably dark dark horse for MVP would be Demarcus Cousins right now, because he's averaging like thirty and fourteen maybe right now. Yeah, something like and that. And with Anthony Davis on the team, also, which Anthony Davis is doing pretty much the same stats as well. So, but uh, no, Blake is but Blake's been showing out well though. Yeah, I mean. Blake Griffin, if he can stay healthy, that's the one thing. Is like Blake Griffin, can he play more than sixty-five games in a season? Because if he can, then and he keeps up the same level of production, then yeah, MVP, no question. You know, I mean, I think he's in the race at least. Yeah. But man, if if he has another issue yeah. and stuff like that, it just that's true. Dang, it kills the role for him. That's that's pretty true. I hadn't really thought about that. So uh, Glenn and I are Thunder fans. Kenny. You're a Pacers fan. I am a Pacers fan. I, I do like the Thunder, but I, I've grown up with Indiana, so like there was yeah, a trade there, this summer. There there was involving our two was, teams. What was there? I'm, there was. I, I'm not aware of this trade. Please please enlighten us on this trade. For those that live under a rock, and probably my parents that are <laughs> listening to this, shout out to you, mom and dad. Shout uh, out to you, mom and dad too. <laughs> the the Thunder traded Victor Oladipo and Demontis Sabonis for Paul George, and last Wednesday. Victor Oladipo and DeMontis Sabonis made their return to Oklahoma City and played, they did. played against their old team. Uh, what did you think of that? You guys lost, Kenny, but you guys lost. Yeah, you yeah like I that. actually uh, I went to that game. Uh, I went with all my friends, and all my friends are Thunder fans, of course. Everybody here is probably a Thunder fan as well. Right. Uh, so I was they, – uh, they, they pretty much – well, Paul George wasn't even in the game. Let's, let's be honest there. I think – I don't even know how many points he had, but he fouled out – uh, he didn't. I he didn't have a good. I didn't game. even notice he was in the game most of the time. Uh, but Victor Oladipo, I said this when it first got traded. Like I knew it wasn't. We could have got a draft pick. Well, we as in Indiana. My bad. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm not trying to be biased. But <laughs> I think Indiana could have got a um, draft pick out of it. But honestly, uh, I think Oladipo and Sabonis might like Indiana might actually win that trade if you come down to it by the end of this year because George is off of a one year contract, right? Right. So, and if he doesn't produce well, if he, he's not in the role he's comfortable with, nor if they make it as far in the playoffs as they want to, he could just bolt to L.A. Uh, hearing rumors that, like, I don't think LeBron's going to go to L.A., but, like, you hear rumors about this stuff, and L.A. could, you know, the Lakers can always be back in the playoff race at any time because they, the, they have, like, the name, the brand, the money. They, they can do whatever. So and like we said, uh, Oladipo's averaging twenty five. Yeah. Sabonis is averaging double double. Indiana might win this trade, honestly. I mean, I was kind of sad to see Sabonis go. I felt like we let him go a little too early, but it was. I think it's worth it to get Paul George, and I think Paul George is really going to pick up. No, yeah, yeah, Paul. As you yeah, get along into the season. Um, it's all about chemistry. Yeah, and I mean, Paul we've got George a lot will be of new fine. Pieces, but. Um, I, I knew Victor Oladipo was going to be able to put up these kind of numbers in Indiana. Whenever mm-hmm. we, he got traded, my friends were joking around like that we basically traded him for peanuts. But I really, on, I honestly thought Victor Oladipo could be an all-star in the East with all the talent that's left, with what he's going to be able to do on that team offensively, what they're going to ask for him. I mean, and now Miles Turner's out, so that's only yeah, helping, v- yeah, very much so. helping yeah. his numbers. But, I mean, that was a good trade for both teams, I feel like, and – being a delusional Thunder fan, I feel like we have a pretty good chance to make it pretty far in the playoffs as soon as the chemistry issues kind of get figured out. And I think we have a really good chance of keeping George because without LeBron going to L.A. or some other big superstar like already talking about leaving and going there, mm-hmm. that team's not going to be good enough to win anything, even if you put Paul George on it. I mean, 
Yeah, be, being a non-delusional Thunder fan, I still <laughs> think that, like, I'm not saying George would go to L.A. Like, I think George will stay in o- Oklahoma City, honestly. But uh, I was just saying, like, they the Indiana wasn't, like, completely screwed over oh, yeah. that play. But, uh, yeah, I think that the Thunder will at least, if they don't make, se- if they don't make conference finals, they're going to go seven games with whoever they play and if it's uh, Golden State. I don't know any other team besides Golden State that can honestly beat Oklahoma City, but it's other than Houston, maybe. Yeah, you but, always got to watch out for no, San Antonio. Yeah. San Antonio is, like, sneaky good always. Yeah. Yeah. Is Kawhi Leonard, what's he? Let's see he it. still that's, hasn't played. That's weird to me. Real yeah. weird. Did you see him trying to walk on the plane? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> yeah. It was not the same plane that, that got hit by a bird. By True. Thunder. Uh, but, uh, a bird. In a bird, in yeah. quote marks. What else was flying 30,000 feet above? But um, back to the Pacers-Thunder trade. I think that the Thunder, in essence, will win that trade because the what the Thunder needed was they needed a Paul George. Yeah, and both Carmelo Anthony was not going to come if Paul George wasn't already there. Yeah, And so Carmelo Anthony can opt in after this season for $28.7 million. Kind of seems dumb for him not to, especially yeah. since Russ is going to be there for sure. And the rest of the league's just in flux trying to beat the Warriors. So for Carmelo, do you not do that with the Thunder? Instead, you try to go sign with the Rockets or the Lakers or wherever. Yeah. You know, but I think I think all the chips are kind of be where does what does LeBron do? Because if LeBron signs like if LeBron signs like like a one and one with the Cavs again, or if he resigns with the Cavs or whatever, but still keeps his options open for the next summer, because he'll have the flexibility and he'll have the negotiation he can. Oh yeah. Then Paul George, you know, Carmelo, yeah, you know, uh, Kevin Domino Love, you know, a lot of those guys. It's like oh well, where are they going to go? But it's really all in LeBron. And I think that the Pacers are going to come out of this trade going, no one think we got anything. But all of a sudden, we have a shooting guard who got really overlooked on every situation he's been in before. Right. I mean, he was mm-hmm. Victor Oladipo was not in a great situation with the Thunder at all. No. Victor no. Oladipo would have been in, a, in an amazing situation if he, Kevin Durant stayed. Like, let, like yes. let's say that. That was the initial goal, yeah. right. right? The initial goal was not, it's going to be Russ, Oladipo, Adams. That was not the initial goal. It was going to be... Russ, KD, Oladipo, Oladipo, Oladipo Adams. Adams. You know what I mean? Like, but we're taking a taking a break from you know, taking a step down. But you know, Oladipo getting just wide open three point shots didn't really happen. Instead, yeah. Russ drove in the lane, and guys kind of knew. Well, all right, if we can kind of suffocate Russ our, to our best of our abilities, he able to make a passes out to the perimeter, and that's kind of what happened last year. So, I think that for this trade, this could be a very mutual benefit mutually beneficial trade for both teams it just depends on it depends on how well Sabonis does I think that's the wild card because if like Sabonis ends up doing really really well and all of a sudden him Miles Turner turns out to be a really really good tandem you know both those guys are able to play well together then all of a sudden Pacers won the trade easily yeah but Mm -hmm. if not then it's well the Thunder needed to risk it anyways to get Paul George and Victor Oladipo turned out to be a good player, but Oladipo still signed for too much money, so both oh, kind yeah, of trades yeah, were yeah. kind of just, eh, yeah. you know, I, they, I they worked say. out, they were I necessary, but, eh. Yeah, I was going to say, if worst-case scenario, if we lose Paul George and Victor Oladipo is a perennial all-star in the East for the rest of his career, we still kind of, we got rid of a contract that we needed to get rid of. I think George is making less than Oladipo. He is, and Oladipo is, wasn't worth that money for <laughs> yeah, the Thunder. No, he might right. be for Indiana, but he wasn't for us. Yeah, but 
Presti. Sam Presti, greatest GM in the league, I think, right now. I want a statue yeah. of Sam Presti Re- in retweet. Oklahoma City. Retweet. I, we got to retire his like, whole, yeah. like, I don't know, his glasses or something. I don't know what you retire because he doesn't have a number, but you, you retire something from the guy. Yeah. I think we should, uh, we should rename the team OKC Prestes. Like the Cleveland Browns, I'd yeah. say it works. I'd say let's just <laughs> rename the team the Cats, and then literally just have Russell Westbrook just have Brody on the front of his yeah. jersey and not say anything about it. It's good stuff. So it'd be Brody and the Cats. I mean, that's, that's my that's my goal. But anyways, <laughs> um, do you guys want to keep talking about the Thunder real quick? Sure. All right. So you guys have been watching the Thunder, I assume, like yeah. I have. We look really good at times. Like we've, it looks like we've already figured quite a bit out. We look like mm-hmm. a great defensive team. The chemistry's coming together, and I'm going to talk about a game specifically, that Minnesota game in OKC that we lost on the buzzer beater. Right. We handled crunch time screen, so well. Saying. Like, if it weren't for that illegal pick and yeah, Wiggins right. making a great shot, I mean, that was a perfect way to execute that game. I mean, I don't, I'm really impressed with what we've done so far. We've come along a lot faster than I thought we would, and we're still having hiccups here and there, as you'd expect, but I think... Come December, come Christmas, come Christmas Day, if we have a Christmas Day game, I can't remember, we're going to be rolling. What Thunder do you have a Christmas Day game? Who do we um, play? I actually want to say, I think it was the Teals last year. Let me look yeah. up real quick. But that 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 game infuriated me for two reasons. One, I think, don't think the better team won the game. I don't either. And I think that was, it wasn't like completely on the refs, but that 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 play that, was just yeah. at the end of the game. Andrew Wiggins made an incredible shot, no matter what. Yeah, but it just it got really annoying towards the end of the game on how often when Cat got fouled on that three point shot when he didn't even get touched. Right, they just a lot of stuff got very very annoying. Yeah. So um, the Thunder actually, I looked it up here. The Thunder play the Rockets on Christmas Day. That's gonna be a yeah, good game. Yeah, if Chris Paul's back, who knows. I don't even know if they want Chris Paul back. I mean, he looked terrible in that first game. He he's like it's not that he's not going to fit in that system. He just has to adjust. But he looked so slow compared to everybody else out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, he's he's not really used to playing in D'Antoni's offense. Mm-hmm. You know, seven seconds or less. But he likes to survey, and he kind of I don't know the shots he was taking in that Golden State game. I didn't like it. I mean, I feel like what's going to hurt the Rockets most is that they don't have Chris Paul right now. Like, I think this is, it. I think this is the cha- like, the regular seasons when you want like the chance to kind of like, if you're the Rockets, you know, a team like the Rockets, you got enough pieces to make the postseason. That's yeah. not a question. Yeah. You want the time to get it all worked out yeah. and all type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I wouldn't worry about the standings like we were talking about earlier because, like, even though the Thunder have chemistry issues, like once and Golden State's struggling quotation marks they're not really struck once uh they can beat anybody they want to if they really want to they're not playing basketball right now once the playoffs start or like i still see golden state making it to the finals and everything yeah too. i mean i think it's dangerous that yeah i mean steve kerr hasn't he hasn't been terrible but he hasn't been like himself coaching wise no but he's I not mean, really a coach he just has talent no offense steve <laughs> i mean kerr. i think he's a good coach honestly because <laughs> i mean he took what mark jackson did and made yeah. them a championship team but I watched that game where they lost to Detroit, and for the longest time in the fourth quarter when they're trying to come back, they're trying to force shots up. I mean, they're playing through Curry, which isn't a bad option, but then they finally started to play through Durant, and I think Durant gets, like, six straight points for him in a block and, like, brings them within two, and then they kind of 
I can't remember if there was a timeout or what, but they kind of get out of rhythm and they don't go to KD for like two more possessions. And then when they when he gets the ball back, he's not in the same rhythm and they end up mm-hmm. losing that game. I mean, I just didn't understand Steve Kerr's coaching in that game that much. Yeah, Oklahoma City, Houston, Golden State, they can all play basketball whenever they want to. Like, I I don't think they're turning it on yet because it's early and they don't want like to like risk anything right now. But come April, March, they're going to like – because this Golden State team, what are they, three and four? Maybe uh, two, two and three. They are. They just destroyed the Clippers. They they're yeah. four. They're five and three. But maybe by like you said, Christmas time, they're twenty and five. Yeah, you, and that, you never know. That's kind of what I expect to happen. They're gonna go on some kind of winning streak. Yeah, it'll be all okay. Same with Oklahoma City. Same with Houston. Even the same with the Clippers. I honestly think the Clippers are a better team without Chris Paul. Yeah, that's too early to judge right now. But yeah. I feel like there's more team effort going on right now. Because yeah. even though Chris Paul was a playmaker, it seemed like he was more ball-heavy point guard also. That's true. Do you guys still think the finals are going to be Cleveland-Golden State? Oh, absolutely. I I don't know. I'm not as confident. Cleveland's having some issues that I don't know if Isaiah Thomas is really going to be the answer for him when he comes back from injury. Yeah. I, he can't play defense. He can't play defense. <laughs> no one um, really can on that team. No. But that's the thing. Derrick Rose is already injured, I think. He's yeah. back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> injured well, he, and back. He got already. injured yeah. already, so. Yeah. <laughs> but I, 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 the Cavs make me nervous. I think that if, like, Gordon Hayward, I mean. If Gordon Hayward were healthy. If, if Hayward comes back gosh. in April and plays at the will. same level. I, I just. Or sometime. I don't even know if I would risk it if I were the Celtics. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown look like. No, really they're key doing fantastic. Key, I'm a huge really Jason Tatum key fan. players for the Celtics. But, man, that Gordon Hayward injury, I think the Cavs are going to just kind of walk in there yeah, the yeah. wizards could do something crazy and not count them out raptors could do something crazy i'm not counting them out and who knows Giannis is Giannis, yeah, so yeah. not count him out either right. but i think all of those three teams are one or two trades away from really contending with the Cavs in the playoffs right, i think yeah. that they could just get a good veteran player off a terrible team just to get their contract off the table and then they could just bounce right in. Yeah, I mean the thing for me is like last night the Thunder just killed the Bucks. Oh, you know, yeah. yeah, it's not out of question in my mind that the Cavs wouldn't be able to do the same kind of formula the Thunder did last night and win a lot. You know, and win yeah. in a series. Yeah. So it's hard for me to say. You know, and then and then again the Wizards have what Otto Porter's going to guard LeBron and yeah. then Markeith. Yeah, Moore, they lost one of the, the Morris Lakers brothers too, and stuff. Which, yeah, yeah. So it's like one of those like. Who's really going to beat the Cavs? That, that's what's weird. Is that in the West, it's all these teams could beat the Warriors, but the Warriors yeah. just better than. Yeah. In the East, it's what teams really make close enough to yeah. challenge them, you know? And it's the Cavs can kind of play down to their skill level. Yeah. And I, I think agree. that's what hurts the Cavs in the finals, so that they're so used to just kind of well, doing what yeah. they can to win, whereas the Warriors are like having to play up to their ability. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I can't say I'm, I'm worried about Cleveland because their defense is atrocious, and that's basically what killed them last year in the finals. But, I mean, with that Gordon Hayward injury, Boston's nowhere close anymore. That was going to be a good series to watch. That was my pick for the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I same. thought it was going to be a great series. But now, I mean, are we going to see Washington? I was to say, are we going to see Washington? I would say Toronto, but Toronto happens every year. They make it. They get to the whatever finals. They go to seven games, and they get out. I mean, Every it's between year. the Wizards and the Raptors. Whichever yeah. team doesn't see Cleveland in the first round is the one that's going to end up in the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals. But the question after that is, 
can either one of those teams win more than one game? And I say, I say no. No. I mean, I think Cleveland's going to have a same, the same situation where they either walk into the finals undefeated or they have one loss because nope. they didn't care enough. Washington's had the same team for three, four years now. Yeah. I mean, Bradley Toronto's Beals, had the same team for three, four years now. Yeah. And Bradley Beal's finally been yeah. able to like play it a whole season. So the Wizards are pretty decent. They're a good team. But I just I don't I don't see anything different. I mean, unless something in the in the West could happen, but I don't see no. anyone but Cleveland coming out of the East. You I guys, mean, or, sorry, go ahead. No, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with I'm, you. I'm still you know, with I mean, I just I think it's gonna be Cleveland. Just, I, I do think it'll be Cleveland Cavs, Cleveland Cavs versus the Warriors again matching up. But I just kind of sucks i don't want a four-peat of it yeah you know i feel like the regular season is going to be more exciting than the play i mean the, the western conference playoffs are going to be exciting i feel like oh, the east no. is going to be so boring whatever network gets that they're going to be pissed yeah the conference finals is technically the the finals it'll probably get more i don't think it'll get more ratings in the finals but it'll be a more exciting like matchup it was last year yeah was the year before too it was yeah yeah you guys want to talk about the bad teams since we're just oh, got of done course. talking about the finals? Yeah, yeah. of course. All yeah. right. All right. So at the bottom right now, in the West, we've got like Dallas, Sacramento, Phoenix. Phoenix. Um, mm. I can't remember who D- else is uh, down there. Denver. Denver's down there? Yeah, they're three and four I, with Phoenix. Back. No, yeah, no, Denver will be fine. And in the East, you got like Chicago, Atlanta. Miami, Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. I feel like Miami will. I feel like Miami's going to make the playoffs, though. I don't think they're going to stay down there. I don't see Miami. I think I see Miami making ninth seed again, honestly, because I see Detroit. No, yeah, actually, I, I can see Miami. I don't think Orlando's going to make the playoffs. I don't either. I think it's just an early like season surge, and then like once once the other teams start playing, they'll 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 bounce down. Yeah, I think around December, you're going to start seeing a lot of like shift, especially yeah. in the East, because the Cavs are like out of the playoffs right now. If you start today, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, um, they're tenth right now, but they, they're all—they all have the same record. <laughs> <laughs> of all the worst teams, which team has like the most reason to tank? Atlanta or Chicago? I think it's got to be Chicago. Chicago. I don't know what yeah. Chicago's doing. Chicago's going to get no trade value at all out of either Bobby actually, Portis or Miritich. Oh, one yeah, no. one bright spot for Chicago is actually is their uh, rookie Lori Markinen. Mark he's, he's actually he's. Averaging 16, he's done a lot better. No, than yeah, I he no, would. he's doing great. Yeah, so uh, Chicago does have a future. I don't know if they can build around him. I don't know if he's that kind of guy. Yeah, but I mean, they have he. They can trade for him though. Like he's a good like piece. He's a good piece. Yeah. 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 As for Miritich and Portis, I don't see anything more than a. For Miritich, yeah, maybe. I don't see like anybody good though. I can oh, see yeah, them. No. I can see Mir- Miritich going to a contender though. And then them getting picks, maybe. Like a veteran contract? Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Chicago's going to end up with the number one overall pick, or at least the worst record. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like I want Sacramento <laughs> to get a high pick because I really like what they're doing. No, so, yeah, Sacramento turned it around a lot this summer compared yeah. to, like, the offseason. They're still not good enough to do anything. No. But I like De'Aaron Fox right now. They're, they're bringing him off the bench, but he's leading the team in scoring. Mm-hmm. He's he's kind of looking like a young John Wall, like everyone said he would. Yeah. But I really like what they're doing. They added veterans, and I feel they like got, yeah, George Hill. George Hill's a really yeah. good leader. Vince uh, Carter. Yeah, Vince Carter. Zach Zebo. Yeah. Zebo teach you how to like beat yeah. someone up in an alley. Uh, who's scary. who's their starting center? Is it Collie Stein? It is Collie Stein. Yep. 
I mean, can, yeah, can they do? Can like they? It. No, it's can, not Demarcus. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, it's not a huge plus. I mean, Buddy Hill, you know, he could become something more than like we think because they traded Cousins, hoping Hill'll star. But yeah, I don't see that. I see him becoming like a Nick Stauskas again for Sacramento. They just they get screwed with these trades. But. Well, they guess what? They got De'Aaron Fox, and Buddy Hield. They've got um, Justin Jackson playing small forward. Yeah. Yeah. Harry Giles playing power forward. And then Willie Collis-Stein playing yeah. center. Yeah. That's oh, that's wait, five guys that do not – that like I mean, that's yeah. two rookies. I think I'm named off two second-year – three rookies, two yeah, second-year yeah. guys. I mean, that's just a lot of turnover on your roster. I don't roster. think they're playing Harry Giles, actually. Oh, okay. He's he, still – He has knee issues, He's right? still coming yeah. back. Yeah. I think they're keeping him out the whole year just to, like, be safe oh, okay. and, like, really working on his knee. But, but I guess – so, I mean, maybe Zach Randolph or, yeah, you know, I, I know Zach Vince Randolph Carter's starts. on that team or, or whatever. But, mm-hmm. like, that's just – that's such a young team. I don't mm-hmm. – I don't know necessarily if – but he could be good. Yeah, he's not that young really because he no. played all four years in college. But he's really young in the league still. I'm and just really glad to see Sacramento actually rebuilding. Yeah, they're they've doing never something. rebuilt until yeah. this year. I mean, the whole time's cousin, the whole time cousins was there, they, they just were continued trying to be to, terrible, and they yeah. just drafted centers. Yeah, no, yeah, they have like three centers in a row. Yeah, they but, had like Scal and. Yeah, Scal, Willie, Colley Stein, and Papa Giannis. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it made no sense at all. Vladi is just drafting Vladi Divox, <laughs> basically. Yeah, I mean, he did. I think he had a good draft this year. No, he, no, yeah, he had a great draft. Yeah. But. And another team I feel like kind of needs to tank is Dallas. Yeah, so Dallas I mean, needs to tank. Dirk's on the way out. And he has two more years. Yeah. You don't really have anyone. No. That's gonna Dennis Smith him. Jr. is doing great, though. Yeah. Yeah, he looks really nice, but I, th- I feel like he's going to be like a. Not as great as a Russ, kind of more on lines with a. He won't be a Stephon Marbury. That's a really good comparison, actually. Yeah, Yeah. I mean someone like that, and I mean, you got to get someone else. I, I don't, I don't like Harrison Barnes as the future with Dennis Smith Jr. No, no, as your second best player, or probably actually he's your best player right now. Dennis Smith Jr. could be your best, but. Yeah, I think Dallas is another one that should be. Yeah, they need to get what of, rid of Wes Matthews' uh, contract too because. Yeah. Well, it wasn't supposed to be Wes Matthews. It was supposed to be him and DeAndre Jordan, but that never worked out. So get rid of his contract and then go somewhere with your direction because you have too many veterans on this team. Yeah. For somebody that should be rebuilding, Mark Cuban just needs to give it up finally yeah. and rebuild. I mean, I'm. I'm excited for like the last year of Dirk, not because I'm ready to see Dirk leave. I love watching Dirk, yeah. but I feel like that's going to be kind of a spectacle, kind of like Kobe. I enjoyed that whole farewell tour thing. It's just like the yeah, it's just like those eras, like because Tim Duncan, like these yeah. Spurs. It's so weird not watching the Spurs now without Tim Duncan. It's just like it's going to be really weird to watch in Dallas without Dirk. Yeah, and uh, like Kobe in L.A. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely the en- the end of an era is just about yeah. done. Yeah, right. But I think Vince Carter is the only other guy from that era that's still playing. Yeah. Well, okay, here's my question to you guys then. What's the is the jury still out on Harrison Barnes or not? Or I the mean, guy has a ring and he's yeah. on his seventy I think that team went seventy three nine, right? He was on the seventy three. So but clearly they had to like let him go so they could sign Katie. Yeah. So What's what's the idea on Harrison Barnes? Is he gun decent? Is he okay? I like, loved I Harrison that, Barnes last year. At most, I, I think he Harrison could be Barnes a last year. scorer for you. I think that's his limit. He can he's be a, a scorer. Really he's not a superstar. Yeah. He, he's not the star of a team, but he's he's definitely a piece. He, yeah. He's he's a starter. I yeah, he's a starter for yeah. sure. He he'd be sixth man of the year wherever he went. But um, 
I feel like he's not really the guy that's going to lead you to the playoffs. No. But he's going to get you 20 a night. Yeah. On a bad team. Okay. Because, I mean, on a good team, what he averaged, like, 15 or 14 on the on those Warriors teams. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think he's a good player, but okay. I, I see what you mean. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's going to wrap up the show. It was a good talk, guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's great. Got a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. Glenn, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Yeah, good to have you, Glenn. Yep. Thanks. Yeah. And uh, my name's Logan Mosier. And I'm Kenny McGraw. See you guys next time. <laughs>